Hey everybody, Real Good Podcast uh, here again. Now, I'm thinking, well, you know, I've already got the mic. I'm not going to brag on the mic anymore. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a little intro song. Not really sure yet how to do that, but I'll try to figure it out. If you guys want an intro song, you let me know. I'm going to give y'all an intro song. I feel like at this point, y'all deserve it. Uh, With that being said, let's go right into that real good story. Now, this story... Again, goes back to my college days at the all-black school. Uh, I'm just going to let you know. You're going to find a lot of my stories come from the all-black school situation. Because that was a crazy time in my life. It really was. A lot of interesting crap happened there. But uh, that's why I don't really regret going there. It was a pretty good experience, honestly. Um, But yeah, so while I was there, as we all know, uh, I was super poor. I had no income, no job. Uh, I ate free food. But if I want to drive my motorcycle or do something outside the city, you can just hang it up. So uh, this story is about the time when I figured out a nice little way to make some money from the university. Okay, and here's what I would do. You know, in uh, the state of Alabama, where the school was, uh, you have to be 19 years old to buy cigarettes. Okay. And uh, a lot of the students there are going to be 18 years old. So that means the 18-year-olds can't buy cigarettes legally. Like It's going to be pretty tricky for them to buy some. Now, some of them will make fake IDs and they'll be able to get them. But, but you know, for the most part, it's a bit tricky. And, you know, the nearest gas station or quickie mart that would sell cigarettes was probably uh, uh, maybe a mile from the school. The school wasn't, I mean, the school was in the middle of a neighborhood. So you had to get out of the neighborhood to actually get to a place that would sell cigarettes. So it was very inconvenient. A lot of the people there didn't have cars. So you're stuck walking a mile there and a mile back just to get some cigarettes. It's, you know, it's a pain in the A. So I saw that there was people, some of my teammates even, were selling cigarettes, single cigarettes, okay? So a pack of cigarettes, because you have to get the specific ones. The the blacks, they're not going to smoke anything, and they're not going to buy anything. That's for dang sure. They like the all-important, what's the, Newports. That's what they like. They like the Newports. And they like the Newports, I even remember what they're called. They're, they're called Longs, or I, I think that's the name of them, New, Newport Longs. Uh, when you buy cigarettes, you can buy them in a short style or a long style. And you won't believe it, but both styles are the same price. So you're not saving money if you buy a shorter one, which I've always found to be so stupid. But they want the long ones, and they want the menthol ones. Okay, So you give them the menthol Newport cigarettes, they're going to be happy. They're going to want to buy them. So I saw other guys selling them. I saw other guys selling cigars too. Okay, Now, the cigarettes, if you go out to a gas station and buy them, they cost uh, right at $5 is how much I was paying for the packs. And you're selling these things for $0.50 cents a pop. So if you do the math, there's 20 cigarettes in a pack, $0.50 cents a pop, that's going to get you 10 bucks. So you're making a $5 profit per pack, which is honestly pretty freaking good when you don't have a lot of expenses. All right, because you'll sell a lot of these cigarettes. You, you'll find that you sell a lot of these things. So I was like, screw it, man. I'm going to start doing it. Why not? I mean, the, the, the freaking the market's here. The demand is here. And I can just be one of the suppliers. Now, 
There was, like I said, there was other suppliers. I was not the only one in on this. There was other people doing it. But I was like, I'll, I'll know I'll be the only white one doing it, which means I'll stick out a little bit. Yeah, people can see me from a far away distance. I'm like, oh, there's my guy. I know he's got my cigarettes. So what I would do is I would go to the gas station. I'd buy maybe like two or three packs. And uh, I would just, you know, it, it's hard to start up the business because... <laughs> You know, not nobody's going to expect the white guy on campus to be selling, you know, Newport menthol cigarettes, uh, single cigarettes. But, you know, word gets around. And at a small school like that, word gets around pretty quick. And before you knew it, I was one of the main guys in the game. Okay? I, I, was, I was hot stuff. People came to me if they wanted their cigarette purchases. Uh... Now, obviously, there's a little danger that comes with this because you're going to have those bully guys. They're like, hey, man, give me the cigarette, man. I'll pay you back later, whatever the crap they're going to say. And you got to say no. And sometimes that'll anger them. So it's it's a bit risky in that uh, area. So anyway, I, uh, you know, I got a pretty good little business going. You know, I'll, I'll just be I would always carry packs with me in my backpack. And uh, you would just be walking along. You'd have some random guy. A lot of, most of the times, it was people I didn't even know. Like, that's how crazy the word got out. Now, I will say, I had a lot of regulars that I knew were my guys that would buy from me all the time. You would see them in the distance. And they'd be like, hey, yo, Pat, come here. I would already know, okay, he wants a cigarette. I'm going to give him his cigarette. He's going to give me the money. Not a big deal. Lot, most people will go two for a dollar. That's usually what they like to do. They like to get two of them. They got a dollar on them. Uh, so, yeah, I was like the, the the guy. I was the supplier for the demand. A lot of people came to me for those cigarettes. And then, you know, it started out not, you know, amazingly good business. But the business grew and it grew and it grew. And the demand was everywhere. Everywhere you walk from class to class, you're going to get hollered at by somebody. And they're going to be asking you for some cigarettes. And before you know it, you know, pretty much every sale you're doing, you're making 50 cents a sale. Doesn't sound like a lot, but at the time when you have no money whatsoever, that crap, it does you pretty well. So it got to the point where it became a bit of a problem because the demand was so high. Okay. Here's where the problem came in. I would be sleeping in my, uh, in my dorm. Okay. I was the only guy in the dorm room, whatever. And apparently word got out that I was the guy and they somehow found out where I lived. And you'd have people knocking on your door at two in the freaking morning asking for some cigarettes. And it's hard to get mad at them because it's like, well, daggum, I'm making money here. Yeah, these are sales. I don't want to turn down some sales. But I mean, it was a very frequent thing. Like it would happen probably every other night. You'd get some bangs on the door and then it's like, oh, what? And it's like, hey, man, uh, you got some cigs. And then it's like, oh, shoot. And then you got to sell the guy's stuff. You know, that nobody ever threatened me or was mean to me about it. It was very fair trade, very fair business for the most part. Sometimes they would ask if they could pay you later. But other than that, it was fine. So the business became, yeah, a bit overwhelming. However, I was not going to stop. I was still going to get strong with this because it was a good way for me to make money. I never smoked cigarettes, so I didn't have to worry about me smoking my supply and not making money that way. Uh, I thought at times to move on to cigars because with the cigars, you uh, you sell them for a dollar a pop. It wasn't cigars. It was uh, black and milds. 
you sell the black amount for a dollar a pop, but you're buying them for 50 cents a pop. So every sale guaranteed you're making 50 cents, and those are hot items, okay? If you've ever been to a black area, black and milds are everything, okay? People love those. So you're probably going to get more frequently selling them, and you're also going to make more money when you do sell. You're going to make double the price. So I tried. I thought about getting into that, but the place to buy them in bulk where you could actually really buy them and make a lot of money on them was the Sam's Club, and it was far away, and I just didn't, never had time to make my way out there and do it. It was just too inconvenient, so I just stuck with the cigarettes. Um, but yeah, so eventually it reached to a, a level of popularity where I was like, you know what, I should probably make a sign on my door to my dorm room that like you know says uh, two for a dollar cigarettes. You know, this is the place to get them. So when people walk by, they're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. There he is, blah, 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 knock on the door. So I made the sign and I put it on my door. And, you know, business was booming. It was killing it. And I kept going. I kept going. It was great. I was getting knocks every night. And then eventually, uh, I get a knock on the door. And it was the dorm director. And I was like, oh, boy. And he was like, Pat, did you make this sign, put this on the door? I was like, uh, oh, yeah, man, I've been selling cigarettes. And, like, they knew I was selling cigarettes, but they uh, they didn't <laughs> they didn't want it to be obvious. Like, I, I think it's frowned upon, maybe even not accepted by the university, but it was kind of one of those things that they just brushed to the side. Like, as long as you don't make it obvious, we're not going to say anything about it. But I started making it mainstream, and I think that bothered them. And they were getting some complaints about it. So he was like, look, man, you can't be doing that, man. You you, you got to stop doing that, man. I was like, uh, okay, fine. So I took the sign down. And then I don't know why. Looking back, I don't know why I stopped selling. I should have kept selling because it's a dang good business. But I think after that, I, I, I cut back and I just stopped selling. I think I sold what I had left. And then I, uh, yeah, I just stopped selling it. And that was it. But uh, I regret that. I regret quitting the business because it was fun. Anytime you're doing your own business, just like I was doing with the things on uh, Facebook, anytime you're doing your own business, it's a blast. You just feel like you're you're making such easy money, and it's just like it's like a game. Like, oh, how can I increase the profits? How can I increase demand? And it's just it's fun. So it was fun. Uh, great experience, definitely. I highly recommend it if you're ever in that kind of environment. Uh, you're probably not going to be. But if you go to a black school, sell cigarettes. You will make a lot of money. I would say, if you're wanting to know how much profit I was making per, let's say, a one-week basis, I was probably going through two or three packs a week. Okay, So that means my profits a week were between 10 and 15 bucks. Which doesn't sound like much, but I swear when the when the moment was there, that was a lot. And uh, you know, it, it was fun. But yeah, that's it for that. That's it for that story. I'm telling you, I'm always finding ways to make some money, but uh, especially when I'm broke. Now things are a bit different. But uh, I'll see you next time on Real Good Podcast, and I hope you guys enjoyed.